welcome once again to another episode of Feel Something. I am your host. Um, obviously, game week 20. Uh, we are now fully in the second half of the season, uh, the fantasy season 2020-2021. And it's been an interesting one, to say the least, um, for a lot of uh, interesting reasons. Um, first, first things first that we're going to go through, um, of course, a recap of Game Week 20, and then we'll go quickly into Game Week 21, which is coming this weekend. First game of the Game Week, Crystal Palace 2, West Ham 3. Um, two goals from Suchek again, uh, Suchek on the score sheets uh, at 5.3, quite frankly, a good choice. Um, currently, I don't have an him in my team, but um, with Liverpool coming up, um, it's something to watch for. I don't think it's a good time to get him, but considering the way Suchek has scored um, quite infrequently, um, and when he scores, he gets a lot of points. It doesn't really matter when you want to get him. He did not score in the double game week and now scores two against Crystal Palace for 15 points. Um, on the Crystal Palace side, good to see Zaha back in the lineup. Um, he did not play the last game against Manchester City. And now he's played the 490 against West Ham where he scored early in the game and did nothing else. So something there to be aware of. Of course, Dawson also at 4.5 scored for West Ham. Um, he was someone I had in double game week, but then I wildcarded him out of my team for Sufal. But uh, maybe in hindsight, I should have kept uh, Dawson instead. But that's okay. Um, Craig Dawson has now nailed his place alongside Ogbonna in the back line of um, West Ham. Um, Dawson, since he started, has only blanked once against West Brom. The rest of the time, he's got points. So Southampton, six points. Everton, six points. Burnley, six points. West Brom, two points. And now Crystal Palace with nine points where he got two bonuses and scored the goal. Against Liverpool, I do not expect that to be the case again. But of course, uh, things stranger things have happened in fantasy. Next game of the game week, Newcastle one leads two um, goals from um, Almiron, um, Harrison and Rafinha. Rafinha also had an assist alongside Rodrigo with another assist and Callum Wilson assisting. Um, Quick thing to note, Rafinha is currently priced at 5.4. Excellent value there. Um, goal and assist and obviously three bonus points against Newcastle. Quick thing to note, Newcastle is currently the worst defense except for West Brom, according to the XG stat. Um, essentially, XG is a stat that just shows um, goals you're expected to concede. So XG against, I should say, no XG. XG against um, Newcastle is currently the worst defense. And I'm hoping that Everton will expose that in the next game week. So if you do not have any Everton assets, it's a good time. Rodriguez, um, Richarlison, and of course, Dominic Calvert-Lewin are options in the next game. But you also want to be aware that Luca Dean is also another option. But of course, with Wilson playing for Newcastle, you know that Newcastle can score at any time. Next game of the game week that just passed, Southampton 1, Arsenal 3. Goal and assist from Lacazette and also Saka. And of course, rounding out the goal was um, Pepe. On the Southampton side, Armstrong scoring a wonderful goal from a set piece. Obviously, that means an assist came from James Ward-Prowse. Um, on the Southampton side. Good to also see Danny Ings back again. He's also gone up in price from 8.3 to 8.4. With the next game against Aston Villa at home, you would expect Danny Ings to be back on the score sheets. So someone to be aware of um, as the game week comes up, um, game week 21 comes this weekend. On the Arsenal side, Lacazette is currently probably the best attacker you can get. When I say attacker, I mean striker. Uh, he's got a goal and an assist, of course, against Southampton. And in the last four, he scored three goals. He blanked against Newcastle and Crystal Palace. But against West Brom, he scored two goals. Brighton, a goal. And of course, at Chelsea, he scored a goal. So in the last 
five games ish, he scored about uh, five goals. So someone to be aware of in terms of form. And of course, with Aubameyang out for personal reasons, you would expect that Lacazette would continue his form. Of course, you've also got Saka, who at 5.4 is still good value, um, playing as Arsenal's most influential player currently. Goal and assist, of course, at Southampton, scored at the Newcastle uh, Newcastle game um, and should continue firing for Arsenal currently, probably their best player at the moment. The game of the game week, um, West Brom nil. Manchester City 5, my captain Gundogan with two goals. Unfortunate to see that he did not finish out the game. He would have gotten the extra bonus point and another point for playing 60. But nonetheless, because of that, I am out of the FBL Cup. Thank you, Pep. It's all right. Um, no complaints, I guess. It's on my decision making. Um, to complete that score line, um, Gundogan 2, Mares with a goal, Sterling with a goal, Cancelo also with a goal. And on the assist side, Mares assisting, Sterling assisting, Cancelo again assisting, and of course, Bernardo Silva, who is now essentially playing as the de facto number nine. Um, interesting thing to note, this is Cancelo's first returns um, for a long, long while. He's been threatening to um, provide an assist or a goal for a really, really long time. And he's been probably uh, Manchester City's best um, defender from an XG perspective but um, it's now good to see that he's in the score sheet finally first goal of the season and of course another assist so this is his second assist of the season at 5.9 he may be really difficult to get but if you can of course he's got Sheffield to come and Burnley away I will mention that it is possible he might be rotated um, but there's something to be aware of so for now if you can Stones and Diaz are your way into Manchester City's defense if you will not get Edison but you never know, you want to take a punt on Cancelo, go for it, but just keep in mind, he could potentially be rotated. Also, something to be aware of, Champions League is coming again in February, so there's going to be more rotation risk uh, with Manchester City assets in the future. Burnley 3, Aston Villa 2, interesting game. Um, the exchange stats actually put Burnley as scoring only one goal. Um, they expected to cause 0.79, I believe, if I checked the XG stat correctly. But um, quite frankly, that's just simply because Burnley um, just don't create a lot of chances. It was actually 0.72, my, my mistake. And Aston Villa at 2.71. Aston Villa were quite wasteful with their chances. Um, I remember watching that game. Ollie Watkins should have scored, I think, two goals in that game. Um but um, it is what it is. This is fantasy after all. Um, ben Mee with a goal. Dwight McNeil with a cross that became a goal because no one touched it and it went all the way in. And of course, Chris Wood with a header um, that rounded out the scoring for Burnley. On the Aston Villa side, a goal from Ollie Watkins and Jack Grealish. Something to also notice on the Aston Villa side, uh, Anwar El Ghazi has now gone back to being a super sub coming off the bench and now in Two games back-to-back -back around the 83rd minute. So if you had Anwar El Ghazi uh, for the run where he was scoring as a starting player, um, it was a good time to have him. But it seems like his time as a starter has come to an end with Ross Barkley back from injury. So um, if you have El Ghazi, now is a good time to get rid um, and move on for the game week. Chelsea nil, Wolves nil. Um, that game ended quite, um, first game of Thomas Tuchel's um, reign as Chelsea manager. Um, interesting one to watch. It was, there was just nothing there, quite frankly, from, um, from a goal perspective. 
But um, it was interesting to see how Thomas Tuchel sets up his Chelsea team. Um, of course, something to note there was Rudiger is now a starter again, it appears, over Zuma. Um, he's played in the last three games, um, all 90 minutes. So at 4.5, Rudiger starting is excellent value into that Chelsea backline. I'm watching to see if he will start again at the Burnley game on Sunday. And if he does, at that point, it's confirmed that Rudiger is the best way into Chelsea's defense. Um, he's also obviously an attacking threat every once in a while. But of course, with um, Thiago Silva on the other side of him, it should be uh, a good one to have Chelsea defense. On the Wolves side, of course, Kilman seems to have played again at 4.0. Uh, he played all 90 minutes. I am concerned about his starting time. It seems like he's just all over the place. At some point, he had a good run of games when he just went out of the lineup. But uh, you never know. Um, moving on to the next game of the game week, Brighton nil, Fulham nil. Um, I actually had uh, Sanchez, who I could have played as a goalkeeper in that game, but I wasn't aware of, I wasn't sure if Fulham would score or not. I thought Aston Villa would be a better team against Burnley, who were goal shy. Um, of course, that's gone wrong. But that non- nonetheless, um, Brighton is actually pretty good defensively, as is Fulham. Ariola with that in that one, getting five saves and three bonus points as a result. Um, Ariola at 4.5, seeming like decent value. But of course, with Fulham backline, it can be a hit or a miss. Um, if you get Fulham, well, good luck with that. Um, it's one of those. Everton won, Leicester won. Great to see Everton back up and firing. Goals from Rodriguez and another goal from Yuri Tillemans on the Leicester side with an assist from uh, Barnes on the Leicester side. Of course, um, James Madison also had a couple of really good chances go just wide. So at 7.2, you may want to take a punt on James Madison. But the actual value at Leicester's midfield may actually be in Harvey Barnes at 6.8. He has not blanked in the last... um, He's blanked once in the last five game weeks, I believe now. Um, So in game week 20, he got six points, obviously with the assist. He got... A goal and an assist in the double game week. One at Southampton, an assist at Chelsea. He blanked in Newcastle, but in the Crystal Palace game, he scored. Manchester United, he scored. That's the last five game weeks, blanking only once. 6.8 for Harvey Barnes. Um, Of course, with the next run of games, I would be shocked if he doesn't continue that form. Leeds at home, Fulham away, Wolves away, and of course, Liverpool at home being the only difficult game in the next four. But Harvey Barnes at 6.8. Excellent value, and he seems to be firing, especially now with uh, Jimmy Vardy out of the lineup for his injury slash hernia surgery. Manchester United won, Sheffield two. Um, goals from Maguire, Burke, Oli Burke on the Sheffield side, and Brian as well on the Sheffield side. Um, the assist for Maguire's goals from Tellers on the Sheffield side, Lord Lundstrom, and of course Fleck. Uh, Compassing out the points. Of course, interesting to see Sheffield now starting to put up a fight towards the end of the season. Um, maybe too little, too late. But of course, it's good to see them going out uh, with a fight. Manchester United, of course, giving up the top of the league um, spot as a result of that loss. Uh, but quite frankly, um, Manchester United's defense just seemed a little bit shaky. Of course, with David De Gea. Um, essentially not putting out his best performance. Tellez getting three bonus points despite um, not um, keeping a clean sheet, it was interesting to see. Um, he played 81 minutes, came off for sure, and I was extremely disappointed by that decision um, because 
essentially Shaw coming in in the 83rd minutes when you're chasing a goal to me just didn't make any sense but you know it's Manchester United and for this reason I hardly recommend captaining them um, but again it is what it is there's no need to uh, rehash my um, feelings at Manchester United at this point last game of the game week um, Spurs won Liverpool 3 goals from Hoiberg um, Firmino Mane and Trent Alexander-Arnold assists from Mane Trent again and Bergwijn um, on the Spurs side. Quick thing to note, um, great to see Alexander-Arnold with scoring and an assist as a defender, um, pinging passes all over the place. But the man to actually watch for on the Liverpool side is actually Sadio Mane. Um, quite frankly, he's been performing quite well with his underlying stats, but of course the points hadn't been flowing and it seems like now the points are flowing again. Um, Salah did score in this game, but it had it was chalked off for handball from Firmino in the build-up towards the goal. Um, of course, also something interesting to note was the way Liverpool set up in midfield. Um, Wijnaldum setting up in the defensive midfield position with Milner and Thiago on his flanks, being able to step a little forward um, to assist the front three. Um, Henderson also playing in centre-back beside Firmino. Um Interesting thing to just watch and see how um, Liverpool is trying to rejig their team with centre-backs out. Hopefully Gomez comes back soon and maybe we can see um, Henderson back in the midfield controlling and marshalling his players and his teammates forward. And maybe we'll see some interesting things from Liverpool going forward. Um, Going for the next game week, I would be interested to see how Liverpool continue to shape up and change things. Salah not scoring in the last Five game weeks now has never happened at all in FPL since he's joined the Premier League. So we are in uncharted territory with uh, Mohamed Salah. He still looks dangerous, but the goals are currently not flowing. Um, I suspect he will break his duck at West Ham, but you never know. Things uh, worse things have happened. Okay, on to the next game week. Um, Everton Newcastle first game of the game week. I expect Everton to trounce Newcastle. Newcastle just seemed like the worst defense in the league currently. Um, so I would potentially look at Calvert-Lewin and maybe captaining him or James Rodriguez. Um, those would be the options there if you're looking for captaincy options. Crystal Palace at Wolves. Wolves just look completely blunt. Um, Crystal Palace being at home need to pick up points because quite frankly, they've just seemed to be drifting slowly but surely towards the bottom. But um, I've got Mich- Michel, or how much I say his name? Mitchell? Mitchell? Michel? I'm not sure. Um, 3.9 as a defender. Um, in this game and I'm hoping that he will provide some points I think Crystal Palace can go on a run considering their next group of fixtures Um, Crystal Palace for example play Wolves next after that they've got Newcastle which I've already said has just a terrible defence Leeds away Burnley at home Brighton at home and then Fulham at home in their next couple of games so hopefully Crystal Palace starts to pick up points and of course with that maybe some clean sheets um We'll come along with that. Manchester City against Sheffield United. Um, like I already discussed in the last uh, at the Man U section, um, Sheffield have started to pick up a good fight, but going at the Etihad, I expect them to fully park the bus. Manchester City will most likely keep a clean sheet again, but you never know. Again, stranger things have happened in FPL. Um, Sheffield will probably just go in there hoping to grow away with a point, not conceding anything. Um, captaining Gundogan again would be a good shout. He was rested right after scoring his two goals and the match was pretty much out of sight at that point. So he should still be fresh um, and good to run out at Sheffield. So uh, Captain Gundogan might be another shout out this game week. He's already done it one once this week. He might as well do it again this week, uh, this weekend. 
West Brom against Fulham. Um, this is just the battle of two bottom teams. Fulham being the stronger team currently, but West West Brom is at home. So it could be an interesting one. Hopefully West Brom can pick up points, but Fulham is probably just the stronger team currently based on form and just stats underneath. Arsenal at Manchester United. Um, fully expect Saka and Lacazette to be among the score sheets again. Um, Manchester United have started playing with Bruno, playing a little deeper, which is concerning for owners of Bruno Fernandes. He just doesn't seem to be in the attacking uh, positions currently, based on obviously the game at Sheffield. But maybe at Arsenal, it will be a different setup. Um, it's more likely that he will be the assist to the assist currently. So you may want to be watchful for Bruno. Um, if you want to get rid, but um, yeah, Bruno just seems a little concerning to watch at Manchester United. For me, that will be the end of my surgeon with um, of my at least of my journey with uh, Manchester United players. I think Bruno is probably going to get out of my team uh, after this if he doesn't or if he doesn't do the needful. Uh, but it is what it is. He was points FC fully, but it seems like Ole has rejigged his position, and that's usually the problem with players who are really really good. Um, they can play so many positions, and as a result. Uh, managers just move them all over the place and it just becomes a detriment to their FPL uh, potential. Southampton against Aston Villa. Um, Aston Villa here is probably the more informed team, but Southampton have also been on it all season long. Um, of course, like I said, Danny Ings is fully back, so he should be in the scoring, um, but I'm hopeful that maybe Aston Villa can keep a clean sheet because I have Martinez in goal. Um, it just is what it is at this point. Chelsea at Burnley. Um, Chelsea, again, we're not sure how they're going to set up. Um, of course, with a new manager, um, more players and obviously German players to come into the lineup, most likely. Um, of course, you've got uh, Havertz, who fully played all 90 minutes the last time out. So he might play again. Um, we've also got Werner. Maybe he might start, maybe he might not, considering we started with uh, Giroud, uh, Hudson-Odoi, and I believe it was Yek on the other side. Um, so you never know how this might set up. So if you want to try out a Chelsea player, I'd probably go with uh, Rodega or Chilwell currently in the Chelsea team. Ziyech also seems like the talisman, but um, again, until Chelsea team settles, I am avoiding for now. Leicester at Leeds, or Leicester against Leeds, Le uh, Leicester being at home. Um, Leicester just look like a team that's willing to die on the line for top four. But of course, as you know, Leeds just play like they don't have any mind. They're just trying to score. Um, I am trying to get rid of Bamford as a result. But now with an uh, injury to Harry Kane, um, it seems like there may be a more pressing change with Harry Kane than uh, Patrick Bamford. Patrick Bamford did come off early in the game, uh, in the last game against Newcastle. Um, but um, hopefully at Leicester, he can show up. Of course, Leeds is also a better team away, it seems, as opposed to playing at home, which is just strange. But um, you never know with Leicester, of course, not having Jimmy Vardy, it might just be a different proposition entirely. West Ham at home against the champions Liverpool. Um, Liverpool have now finally broken their duck with scoring. So now that they've scored again, um, we fully expect the goals to be flowing from Liverpool. As I already said, man is probably the man to get. Um, West Ham, of course, being with an inform. I will say um, Mikel Antonio, he wasted so many chances in the last game at, um, and should have scored more than Suchek actually at Crystal Palace. But um, you never know. Um, strange. It's just a strange thing to see Antonio just being so informed. And with Liverpool's defense not being very strong, I would reckon Antonio will probably score here um, and maybe West Ham will just find a way to hold out a draw. Uh, but of course, Liverpool is just a much stronger team. So... Um, no surprises if Liverpool win. 
And of course, the last game of the game week, Brighton against Spurs. Um, now without Harry Kane, um, obviously Hingman Son is just the answer um, for Spurs. And maybe Gareth Bale might just become the hero coming off. But um, we haven't seen so much of Gareth Bale so far in the Premier League. Maybe this might be his chance to become the hero once again for Tottenham Hotspur. But I would not be shocked that it's human son. So with that, um, as we close out the game week currently, I'm assuming um, with some of the changes I'm going to potentially make, my lineup mates look something like a 4-5-1, most likely um, unless I make any last minute changes looking at the stats some more and that I pour over it just as a quick recap. But um, for now, it just seems like the way to go would obviously Hurricane is out for the next couple of weeks with the double injury. So that hampers my team significantly. Bamford looks shaky. So I'll have to go with what I've got and figure out a solution in strike between Kane, um, replacing Kane and Bamford. Solutions potentially currently are Lacazette, Dominic Calvert-Lewin as an option, and obviously finding a way to draft in um, Sadio Mane. Um, or even Harvey Barnes. Those would be the options currently. Um, with that, obviously with Game Week 21 coming in the next couple of days, I wish you all good luck. Hopefully it'll be a fun one. I'll catch you up in the next one. Peace. <laughs>